0: Welcome back in again to Around the Boards, the podcast. I am your host, Nick Schmidt. I'm Buddy Peck. And we are Around the Boards. That is it. So you can go ahead and follow that on Twitter at, at pod. So ATB T H E P O D. I can spell. And you can follow me at Schmidt underscore 999. And
1: I'm at Buddy Peck. That was probably the best intro we've had so far.
0: Ah, yes. The good ones. Well, today... We've, uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus recently. Hack. We've been a little busy uh, doing things around the city uh, as Buddy is wearing his new Dodgers hat uh, in anticipation for what, Buddy?
1: That's true. Uh, new job, moving out to L.A. pretty soon. Looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to spending way too much money on an apartment. We hate it.
0: Uh, and, uh, yeah, so Buddy and I are getting ready to go hit the links today, play a little golf as I beat Buddy earlier this week, and he beat me last week, so a little bit of a rubber match coming
1: up here of our last three matches. I had two birdies the last time we played, and you beat me by a stroke. And so lost. Two birdies I, and lost. I'm losing to a guy with irons made by Spalding, the basketball company.
0: <laughs> it's all inconsistency, folks. But... We're talking hockey right now, not golf, even though it is the offseason. A lot of players out there on the golf course. So let's get right on into it, buddy. Today we're going to talk about, not only are we going to talk about the Seattle expansion draft, we're also going to talk about all the trades that went down in the NHL and possibly any thoughts we have on the NHL draft. uh, as, uh based off of your tweets, you did not watch much of uh, I
1: did not watch much of that, so we'll we'll spend five seconds on that. Maybe at the end I'll just say, meh. All right. Sounds good.
0: Okay. Anyway, all right. So let's we'll start with the Seattle expansion draft. Uh, overall, a lot of big players on the board in that draft, buddy. That they could have they could have gone with, you know, maybe taking a chances on a couple couple of uh, Ufas uh, guys like you're looking at Carey Price, uh, and then I mean every Ufas you Gabe Landeskog, Vlad yep. Tarasenko. Uh, obviously, they got. Some sort of insight that those guys were not really willing to, to stay in the Seattle area had they been drafted into the expansion draft because they would have had the option to leave after that. Uh, obviously, Seattle gets the right to talk to them. So a pretty mediocre team overall.
1: Yeah, I'm actually a bit disappointed with how this expansion draft went for Seattle. Nick, this is a once-in-a-franchise opportunity to really kind of screw over some teams, uh, make the most out of your cap space. And the amount of, like, top-tier guys that were left available for Seattle makes me surprised that their two best players are Mark Giordano and Jordan Eberle. Um I thought they were for sure going to take Tarasenko, maybe retain some cap and flip him for assets. Yeah. You could have done that with a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, uh, they decided to, you know, maybe build a team that's going to be good in the future. But... I don't I really don't see this turning out like Vegas did a few years ago.
0: Yeah, this is a team that's built to lose off the bat. Uh yeah. <laughs> this is a team that they're looking uh we talked about it just before that they're probably looking to finish high in the draft, uh or finish low in the standings so they get a high draft pick, maybe get that first pick. You got Shane Wright, who's the outright number one pick for next year. Yeah. Beyond that, Connor Bedard. He looks like he's gonna be absolutely insane as well. So, uh with those two guys, uh I mean if you get a chance to get one of them, obviously that turns your whole franchise around. Right. Um, But, uh, but yeah, right now, just not looking like a good team. And yeah, this is like you said, this is not only to, to screw over some teams, but to also gain assets and helping other teams out. There's some major contracts that they were looking to move out uh, that, that Seattle is one of the only teams that could take on with their zero dollars in cap or zero dollars in cap spent uh, coming into this draft. So they really could have helped a couple teams out, maybe, picked up a couple first seconds thirds only one trade made by the kraken uh post um post expansion yeah. draft which they would have to come out with the the trades after the expansion draft was yeah. over if they were to take a certain player in
1: exchange for draft picks and that uh, was flipping Tyler Pitlick, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it.
0: That was the only move they made. I don't and know, man. I R- don't get it. Ron Francis has been notoriously hard to work with. When yeah. he was in Carolina, he was impossible to work with, never made any trades. He wanted he wanted to be the clear-cut winner in every trade he ever made. And if it wasn't 100% going to go his way with no questions asked, then he wouldn't do it.
1: It just makes me so confused. Like I'm, I'm scrolling through the list of the guys that they selected, and you know, I consider myself a pretty hardcore hockey fan. There are guys in here that I've never heard of.
0: That's fair. There's um, a lot of
1: guys in here that uh, the one
0: dude that really got me. Uh, I mean
1: from Columbus Gavin
0: Gavin Bayerhofer. I had never heard of him before no the idea. draft. Yeah, exactly. No idea. Uh, that's that was one that made no sense to me. Yeah. Um I mean these guys I've heard of but I they're not they're not good. These I mean are, I mean you're looking at they're good players. Yanni Gord's probably yeah. their 1C. Their top line is probably Yanni Gord, Jordan Eberle, and Jonas Donskoy, if I yeah. had a guess. That's probably their top line yeah. going into next year.
1: I will say, though, you know, I know that we're kind of shitting on uh, a lot of their picks. There's a couple here that I really like. Uh, and just a reminder, we can curse in this podcast, right? Okay, cool. Uh, How many times <laughs> are you going to ask me this? I don't know. I'm very forgetful. <laughs> um, I love John Quenville out of Chicago. I actually like that pick a lot. A uh-huh. uh, guy with a lot of upside. Another guy with a lot of upside, Morgan Geeky. Uh, yep. Out of Carolina as well. I think those are great picks. And I like that's, I like the Flurry as well. Yeah, out of Anaheim, but you know those are just some of my some of the few that I really thought were great picks. And a lot of this is just kind of all right. You got a bunch of third and fourth liners.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Geeky is no surprise. I mean, Ron Francis was in that organization for so long. Right. He knows he drafted Geeky. I mean, he knows what he's getting out of that guy. Yeah. So knowing what he was getting with a high upside guy like that, that's that's obvious. I think it's cool that he went out and he got the Flurry brothers. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of a cool story overall. I think their back end is honestly not that bad. Between Flurry and Flurry, and then you've got Jamie Alexiak, Adam Larson, Mark Giordano, even though he's 36, 37 yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point. I he's old. He um, you know what their back end is also? Vince Dunn.
1: Massive. Yeah. These guys are huge.
0: Yeah, they're going the opposite yeah. of the trend that the NHL is trying to take. And I, you know, I, I don't mind it. That's That's, I mean... Once again, Ron me. Francis at yeah. the helm—that's his style. Yeah, uh, I'd like to
1: see how it works, uh, especially in a weak division. Yeah,
0: so I mean, a really good back end. I think their their defense is is far better than their forwards. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. and their goaltending is good. I think it's a big question mark.
1: No, I, I think I think it's good.
0: I think it's I think that it's still out for debate. I think it's good too. Uh, Drieger was a guy that I really wanted to come to Colorado if. Uh, if they're unable to re-sign Grubauer. Vichek Vanacek's a guy that I really wanted to come to Colorado if they're unable to re-sign Grubauer. And then... Joey uh, Decord now De- De- yeah. yeah, Joey Decord out of Ottawa. Also very, very good. So, or uh, could be very good. Yeah, All three of them are young, with with who had good first few years in the league, and they're really looking to take off now. And I really think that they can. I don't think it's out of the question for any of them.
1: Um, you know, I I just don't understand why they don't make more moves to really weaponize the cap space to take advantage of other teams that's the problem i have i mean this roster is not good in my opinion like i like their goaltending and their defense is okay it's massive like i mentioned but like their forwards aren't going to score i'm not relying on cali to do anything they're going to have to Um, win every game two to one yeah exactly and to your point they're probably not expecting to win many games
0: no i can't imagine that they are um but the weird thing Mm -hmm. to me is that they they built this team right but they take in older aging defense. Mark Giordano's 37. Uh, Vince Dunn, not getting any uh, getting any younger. Um, Adam Larson, probably on the back half of his career. Jamie Oleksiak, one of the big free agents that was going to hit market this offseason. Upset that they got, he got taken there because I was really looking forward to see what he could do or what he could get back. Right. Uh, but this is a defense that's built to a win now team as a forward core that's like lower end and not really not really expecting to win much, and goaltenders that are, that who knows, they could all bust.
1: You know, and even still, Nick, I don't think their defense is that good. I mean, um, it's, okay. No, I know what you mean by, like, the age and, like, the, their style of play. Like, that would fit, you know, a team looking to at least make the playoffs. The way this team stands, I'd be shocked if they sniff the playoffs. Oh, Again, Well, they're in a weak team, a uh, weak division. Very weak division. Still, Weakest division in the NHL. Everly is going to... Play twenty eight minutes a night. He's gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> him, and, yeah. him and Gord. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, if
0: you're trying to put this team together right now before free agency, I mean, you're looking at yeah, like we said, Doncic, uh, Eberle, and and Gord. Uh, that's probably Gord is is your line. your top three. Yeah. And then beyond that, Jared McCann,
1: uh, who's, who's maybe Cali yarncroft and then Morgan Geeky. Maybe yeah, that's Geeky. your second line. Sure. Uh and, and then everybody else that, it, that's it that's Jeremy oh my God, dude. I've never even heard of Alexander true. great name by the way that's, that say. is a good name, it's isn't a really it? Good
0: name. Uh, yeah i I don't know beyond that. I like but,
1: Mason Appleton out of Winnipeg yeah. but like that's another guy who's you know a good fourth liner and a very average third <laughs> mm-hmm. liner, so yeah, you've got a lot, a lot of these guys where you had the opportunity to make some huge selections. A guy like James van Riemsdyk was available. Uh, who not a lot of people were talking about. You know, obviously the Tarasenko's and uh, so on were discussed. But it just doesn't make any sense to me, especially for a team that's in such a position to, you know, improve based Like, just because they have this opportunity with this expansion draft, and instead they just pick a bunch of A-OK guys. It's like, well, all right, you kind of, you know, struck out there in my opinion. So
0: Yeah, um, so it'll be interesting. I would imagine... Giordano probably gets the C if they have one first season.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so, too. Um, um, I would also be surprised if they even name one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they might go 3A's right. their first year, and then maybe beyond that. I mean, I don't know. I think Giordano has two years left on that deal, so this year and next year. Was this Vegas's
1: first year of having a captain? It was Mark Stone. Uh, I, think it, I think it was. I thought... Was it Derek Hingway? You're... No, I think you're right. I think think you're right. Uh, If only I had a computer in my hand to look it up, but I'm not doing it.
0: Oh, as you're holding your phone. Okay, (laughs) cool. Um, So, yeah, Seattle stinks uh, probably. I don't think they're going to be last in the division because that division stinks. Very true. But I can't see them finishing very – I guess it depends how much Calgary sells out because if you're looking at that division, you're looking at –
1: Now, remind me, is Arizona in that division still?
0: No, they will not they be in moved, this year. Right? They are. They, moved they will the be central. in the central okay, this year. Yes, so that um, helps Seattle. Right, so it will be. Actually, no, it doesn't. Vegas, Vegas will be the one. Obviously, yeah, there's yeah. no question there. Uh, and then beyond that, you're looking at probably Edmonton, um, and then maybe Vancouver. Uh, and then beyond that, I mean, it, it kind of drops off big time. All three California teams are going to be bad, I would imagine. I yeah. can't see L.A. making a big push here. Um, and then, I don't know. I
1: wouldn't sleep on the Kings. I, I like that they made the trade for Victor Robertson. I think, is a, a really good move. Uh, I think Quentin Byfield's probably going to play in the NHL this year. Has to. Uh, has to, yeah. Alex Turcotte is a guy who could also get in there. Like him. Um, and then, you know, you never know if John Lequick has a good year. You, you never know with L.A. Uh, San Jose is another team that, you know, could make a push but probably won't um but yeah i think your your top three of you know vegas edmonton and vancouver in whatever order vegas of course being one is yeah probably pretty solid um and and i don't Anna think Hines terrible i don't think i think only three
0: teams come out of the pacific division for sure with, uh, for sure. with the way the, the so, divisions are so it doesn't up. even matter yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think those are the only three teams that come out so probably gonna miss the playoffs probably gonna finish in the bottom half of the league probably gonna get a high draft pick We'll see how high it goes. Maybe so, that,
1: and, and based on their expansion draft, that looks like that's how they want to play this.
0: I guess so. But I I can't see but it's dumb. how you sell an ownership group that just bought it and sold out season tickets in 12 seconds. You're going to sell them on, we're going to work on being good down the line. How is Ron Francis? How does he sell them on? I, I can't imagine if this goes on for two or three years, I can't imagine he stays on board.
1: I, would, I would be shocked, especially after seeing the success that Vegas has had, their ability to mortgage the future into a win-now team. But, you know, Vegas, in my opinion, isn't going to go away in, like, two or three years. Like, they've got a a big window still, in my opinion.
0: Uh, I think they've got a lot of contracts that guys have had career years now, and they're going to be looking for a lot more money in the next few years. Um, Now, obviously, you're going to dump $5 million pretty soon in, in, well... I don't know. Are exactly. you gonna Are you yeah. going to dump $5 million? Because they're spending almost $10 million on their goaltender? Right,
1: right. Uh, and I imagine Leonard is, he's the younger guy by quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I imagine he's the one that they're going to roll with. I right, think but how do you turn your back?
0: Way. I mean, we saw what happened the last time a franchise turned their back well, on Mark andre Fleury. Well, they Flurry. probably don't
1: turn their back. You know, how old is Marc-Andre Fleury? 38? He's got to be up there. Let me look right? real quick. Yeah, let's use the computers in front of us. Um, I'm, He probably retires of Vegas Golden Knight, which is awesome because that's so cool what you know he's been able to do after basically being shipped out of pittsburgh uh i see vegas is one of these teams that's going to be around for a while even if you know they're trading first round picks and stuff like it doesn't matter like they've got mark stone for a while they've got petrangelo for a while patch like that whole top line is great um and oh my god they just made a trade for someone they they moved um I'm oh sorry. Oh, my God.
0: I, I very much stopped listening to you. What that's were you okay.
1: saying? Uh, Vegas. Um, <laughs> they moved on from Cody Glass. Did they get Nolan Patrick? Is that what that yes. trade was? Yep. I, I like giving Nolan Patrick a, a chance somewhere else. Uh, so, I mean, if he turns it around, like, that's a second overall pick. Like, he, you know, it the talent's there. It's, he just has to put it together. And if he can, like, Vegas is going to be sweet. Yeah. yeah Glass, like, Glass for
0: Patrick straight up, it looks like. Yeah. Um. And then, and then they pushed through another
1: trade later that day, Brett Howden for Nick Desimone. Oh, interesting! Some some death for Brett Howden. Not a very good hockey player, but someone who I would rather play than like a guy who's never been in the league. So
0: I don't know. Nolan Patrick will be real interesting. Uh, I just. He's obviously had a tough go at his career uh and you know you gotta feel for the
1: guy a little bit there because he's been so injury prone um if you play fantasy hockey I think that's a sleeper Nolan Patrick I think he might get some top line time I really think Nolan Patrick's a lock for fantasy hockey <laughs>
0: Let's okay. So, do you have any last thoughts here before we move on to the trades that went down over the last few
1: days no, uh, I, on I, the
0: Seattle Kraken? I,
1: I think we got to everything. Uh, they're not going to be very good, and unless they make some crazy deals in free agency, which is possible. Now, Vegas' team wasn't great coming out of the draft, and they also made some moves. But
0: exactly, everybody I, said that they were going to be bad too. I but don't trust Ron Francis though, though, to make any moves. Yeah,
1: I exactly.
0: Um, I think they're. I think he's hell bent on the idea of. Of being bad and and acquiring young talent in the draft and then and then gaining that gaining your winning through that. Um, okay, cool colors, cool logo, bad team. Exactly. All right, right. So let's move on to the trades that went down this week. We just talked about the Nolan Patrick one, so that one was interesting. Um, and then from here, we'll just kind of like talk about. I mean, we've got the TSN trade tracker pulled up here, so. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about uh, of the ones that are on the screen right now, buddy, I think that this one's a little interesting. Arizona Coyotes trade a second-round pick, and Josef Koronar, I think that's how you say it. I think you got it. He played one game against the Avs, and every single different media outlet called him something different. So I wasn't sure. for Aiden Hill. I like Aiden Hill. I think he's young, and obviously San Jose is stuck in the world of Martin Jones as their yeah. 1G. Uh, Bad and, idea Yeah a Horrible contract <laughs> yeah. One of the worst in the league um, They've and, got a
1: few of those over there
0: <laughs> So yeah I know That whole back at, Everything yeah, oh beyond the God. blue line Is woof yeah. um, So Aiden Hill I think he could help them out He's young I think he's capable So good job by Arizona To at least get something uh, Something out of him And then Coronar I, I don't know He played one game Against the Avs And he I think he let in Two or three early And then kind of shut it down the rest of the way but he didn't look that great but i don't know i mean i've never i'm no sharks insider here so no, and,
1: and neither am i but if i'm a sharks fan i'm begging for just a rebuild uh the team's too old with There's bad right, contracts right just there is what we're talking
0: about though because they've got all those bad contracts on their blue line between vlasic burns and and uh, carlson yeah those three contracts have turned out to be horrible no, as terrible. well as martin jones where is where is San Jose to be trading a first and Eric Carlson for nothing yeah. to get that contract off their books,
1: you know? Or even move, like, a later round pick and retain half salary. Something, anything. Push them to a, a contender. Like, yeah. there's a lot of opportunity, in my opinion, for San Jose to turn this around. And, you know, it, it's going to be a, a long process, right? They've got terrible contracts uh, and terrible goaltending. They need to fix this. Uh, and it's not just going to happen by... Uh, you know, getting a second-round pick from the Arizona Coyotes for Aiden Hill, like it's a good start, sure. But like Aiden Hill is not your problem, right? It's it's a lot more than that. So,
0: yeah, exactly. So I don't
1: I don't know what I'm looking at right now. This is this is not what I'm trying to pull up the Sharks' cap yeah. friendly. Yeah, there you go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my God, Logan joy. That's
0: That's. Oh my God,
1: Logan's making eight million a year until 2027. I'm...
0: Couture, oh my God! Eight, I'm sorry. No. Remind
1: me right now how old Logan Couture is. Thirty-two. Thirty-two right now? Yeah. yeah. So, so he's gonna be like thirty-seven, thirty-eight when this contract expired? One, two, Very three, cool. Four, five, six, 6 years from now, he'll be thirty-eight. Evander yeah. Kane's making seven million These until twenty-five. What were they like, thinking? You you could probably retain salary and move Kane somewhere, but not soon. Like he's no. still got four years on that.
0: No, that's that's really hurdles at
1: UFA after this year, uh, and then they have to. Well, they're not gonna sign Patrick Marlowe— uh, I hope they sign Ryan Donato. I'm a big fan of his, and Marcus Orenson had a decent year. But, oh, I'll, I will let you discuss the back end. Oh, holy
0: <laughs> cow. So you got 32-year-old Logan Couture signed for six more years at $8 million. But the worst part is that you have 31-year-old Eric Carlson signed for six more years. So he'll be 37 at $11.5 million. That's that's something where even a contender probably can't no. take half salary. There's
1: no un- unless that contender has a huge injury to their star player, and, and they can put him on LTIR. Yeah, until yeah. the playoffs. Until the playoffs, of course. Right, <laughs> and then they come back fully healthy and lead the league in, in playoff scoring. Very cool. Very cool. But that's
0: bad. And then you've got thirty-six year old Brett Burns, four more years, so it's he's, he's looking 40. at being forty when he's done with that contract, eight million dollars vlasic 34 <laughs> five more years he's going to be 39 at 7 million dollars terrible the
1: terrible. only good
0: thing they have the only good thing on this entire roster hang on i want to make sure i have this right yeah yeah. the only thing that i would say is a good good thing on this entire roster is that they have mario ferraro next year who is was very very good this year I'm, i'm very high on mario ferraro i think he's going to be a great player He's got one more year left on his RFA contract, and then he's going to be due some money. But what money, you ask? Because they have no money. They have $9.5 million to spend when they have, one, two, three UFAs in the front with two RFAs, and then Christian Yaros on the back end as an RFA. And they have to sign Aiden Hill. They've got $9 well, they million dollars traded to do Aiden all Hill.
1: they got to sign— uh, no, no, no,
0: They just traded for Aiden Hill, buddy. Oh. Uh, do, you watch hockey. Okay. Oh wait. I read Thank the tree tracker. Thank you for joining us. We'll opposite. Be, wait, go we'll back be, to the tree tracker. We we'll having somebody else join us Let's, next shut week. Up.
1: Wait, are you serious? Did I read that <laughs> yes.
0: backwards? This is who they acquire on this side. See how the Golden Knights acquire oh, my Nolan God. Patrick? Oh wait, so, so the sharks gave up a second? They they give up a second in Coronar for Hill.
1: What are they doing? What are you where have you, I, I, have you been? i I I I read it backwards. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, I think you, you can, should leave. You can do the rest, too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, okay. All right. Well, great. I think that's well, a good place to end this conversation. Yeah, I Maybe agree. We'll move Let's up. move we'll start on to fresh a, with a new trait. Trait. Okay, yeah, now that I know that? how to read. How about that? Okay, so sharks fucked for the for the foreseeable uh, yes, future. Yes, very much so. Okay, cool. Um, the next year that went down, I think this is an interesting one. Uh, the New York Rangers acquire Barkley. See, okay, buddy, how about you read this one so okay, you know so, what's happening? So
1: it looks like the Rangers, and under the Rangers logo, it says F Barkley Goodrow. F for forward. So that tells me that they acquired Barkley Goodrow. Uh,
0: F, F for fucking Barkley Goodrow <laughs> uh,
1: For a 7th round pick in 2022 So they basically got him for free uh, The worst part of this trade is the contract that they gave him 6 years, just under $4 million a year For Barkley Goodrow yeah. Barkley Goodrow is not the reason Tampa won A Stanley Cup No he was just hanging out. Yeah, he's playing <laughs> like, a deep a depth forward yeah, role. Yeah, uh, and that's and not that's, to say he's a bad player. I actually really like the way he plays the game. But to get paid that much for that long, like as an Islander fan, thank you, Chris, Drew. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Keep yeah, doing what you're doing.
0: That's that was a weird one to me. I didn't really. I mean, I understand it. Like like Tampa had to. Tampa's obviously gonna have to move. What are they? Twenty four million in the hole this year, or something something like that. that. Well, they were Um,
1: eighteen mil over. Right, right, right. So now
0: with their guys that are going on to new contracts and whatnot, they're already twenty four mil in the hole for next year. So they have to they have to get rid of some money because as much as horrible as it was, and as inside as the rules as you like to say it was for a while until it came back to bite you. um, Yeah,
1: I don't need to talk about that. They.
0: that was a once-in-a-lifetime chance, you know. Was. That was a 56-game season. You're not going to be able to do that ever again. No player is going to miss an 82-game season and then come back for playoffs. No surgery would last that long, in which you would be able to come back at the start of next se- or at the start of the playoffs. Um, so for it to be a shortened season like that, starting when it did, him getting his hip surgery when he did, that was a one-time thing. I can never see that happening again.
1: Um, yeah, but you never know. Now that other teams have have seen, oh, okay, this works, so maybe we'll try it. Sure, but... If eh. if the circumstance, you know, presents itself, I wouldn't be surprised if other teams go okay. for that.
0: It's a one in a million but, from here well, on out. Yeah. So okay. it's going to be very hard for any team to do that again. And I don't remember what point I was going on I don't know. before we started this conversation. just before. something about
1: Barkley Goudreau not being very good at hockey, but getting paid like he is good at hockey. Yeah, so that's... It's, that's it's, his it's, head scratcher, yeah. certainly.
0: So, I, I mean, I don't know. The Rangers... I guess, going with a new forward, new motion, uh, trying to move forward. But Buddy's already scrolling ahead. He would like <laughs> to talk about the New York Islanders Yeah, deal. I'm good
1: on Barkley Goodrow. <laughs> I will go ahead and read this one. Uh, the
0: Arizona Coyotes acquire Andrew Ladd, who has not played in how long, Buddy? Uh, very long. Yes, Andrew Ladd is no longer playing, but they're still paying out his contract. Uh, do they still have money to spend on that Pietro contract?
1: They do. They are still paying that. Yes, they are. They're still yes, paying they that. But it's like a million dollars. where Andrew Ladd's making five and a half on the cap, but hasn't played a game since like the 2019 season, I believe. Um, And I think there was a lot of injuries there. Reports are that he's healthy now, but I I don't want a healthy Andrew Ladd on my roster.
0: New York teams love spending money on on players that aren't playing. Between the Mets still paying Bobby Bonilla and the New York Islanders still paying Rick DiPietro, well, insane. you got to
1: thank Mike Milbury for that one.
0: <laughs> um, so, Ladd's contract off the books for the Isles. That's the big part. But the Isles did have to give up uh, a second this year and then two conditional picks next year, a second and a third. Do you know what those conditions are or should I
1: look it up? Uh, look it up, but I know one of them is if Andrew Ladd even plays like a single game. For the Coyotes, they get that pick or something like that's that. That's insane. That if yeah, he plays, it, they get another yeah, pick. Yeah, it, it's re- <laughs> just just because like Arizona is just the place where you dump salary to. It
0: it is, and and it goes on more in these trades, and we'll yeah. talk about it as we get there. But uh,
1: um, yeah, I'm not see. I'm not seeing the uh, the stipulation there. Uh, that's fine. We'll, we'll we'll tweet it out or something. Yeah. Um, it's just. You know, it's a great move. Yeah, no but... conditions were listed oh, in the trade. so okay. it's, That's what it's I something... believe it was? Maybe yeah, I'm sure. Maybe I read something and I made that up. I don't know. Um, Wouldn't put it past you. That's true. Uh, I love what Lou did. Uh, Lou's having a great offseason as far as salary cap goes. Uh, getting Andrew Ladd off the books is insane for a guy who's probably not going to play another NHL game. Uh, moving on, those picks stinks. Sure, one of the picks from the Devontaeves trade that I will forever scream about. Um, give One of them the back, best Give him back, oh. baby Give him back um, Even I,
0: with Even with I just want to throw this out there sure, yeah Even yeah. with the McCarr $9 million contract The Avs are spending $18.3 million On Sam Gerard Kale McCarr, And Devontae Woo, that's nice That's
1: really good That's really good Um yeah. Not a lot to say about this trade. Uh, the funniest thing is that the Islanders got literally nothing in return. Yeah. They just said, hey, here's a bunch of picks in Andrew Ladd. Talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then
0: and so, Arizona said, yep, we'll take yeah. it. We'll deal with it. Um, so that's a pick that makes a lot of sense um, yeah. You know, for the Islanders, and Arizona is just the dumping grounds of bad cap. Um, but the next one that we're going to talk about makes – In my head, maybe you can explain it to me, but I can't
1: explain this. Okay.
0: Well, the Detroit Red Wings acquire goaltender Alex Nadelkovich from the Carolina Hurricanes in exchange for Jonathan Bernier and a third round pick. Now, I guess the situation was that Nadelkovich, who was an RFA, is looking for $3.5 million. Uh, on his next contract. He was looking, I don't know what the years he a wanted A reasonable were. number. A very reasonable number for a guy who had maybe only had one good season this year, you know, but he seemed to be pretty solid at all times. He was good in the playoffs. Like, that's something that you can really build around. Uh, and the Carolina Hurricanes said, no thank you. We would take John Bernier in a third Goes to Detroit, immediately signs that contract. Immediately upon entering. The second he got the call from Carolina, he also got a, a call waiting for a three and a half million dollar contract from Detroit. Yeah. Another great move by Steve Iserman, dude. He is really crushing it.
1: Yeah, uh, I love the trade uh to take uh Jacob Verana out of Washington. Yep. He got a lot back for Verana that he probably or yeah, he got a lot back for Mantha because that's who we flipped. Yes, he got Verana uh, and yeah, uh, and like a pick. bunch of picks. Yeah, um, and just to acquire Nadalka <laughs> is amazing. Uh, somebody interviewed him right after he made the trade, and he asked like, "Oh, how did this go down?" Or like, "Why were they comfortable with this?" Or something like that. Because this trade makes zero sense, right? And Steve Eiserman said something along the lines of like, "You'd have to ask Carolina why they're comfortable moving him on us. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it makes zero sense for Carolina to do this. They have zero goaltending. And Nadelkovich is the kid coming through the system. I think he's, like, 25, right? He's, he's not uh, Spencer Knight or uh, Carter Hart in Philly. But the year that he had, and he's asking for, like, a reasonable number, and they just say, no, we'll take uh, 32-year-old John Bernier. Yeah, it he's 25.
0: Um yeah, 25 years old. Now he is going to be signed. Let me find it. Da, 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 da. Uh, this is a two-year, nope. two-year
1: uh, nope. contract.
0: Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, two, three? no, nope.
1: Where's this? Where's this? We don't know how to use. It the might, internet. it might not be. Oh, it, it might not be on here yet. Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. Two-year contract,
0: here. three million dollars per. Um, You're telling
1: me Carolina couldn't make that work? I mean, I I bet, it's you know. Two,
0: it's a two-year commitment. I don't know.
1: I know that they're trying commitment. to re-sign a couple of guys, and I, I think Svechnikov's up too, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah, um, and uh, Dougie Hamilton, obviously, but. Right, and there, um, he, he's walking. It has been announced. Oh, he is, is it? He is walking. Oh, yeah. oh, breaking
0: news that, to me. That is it. The Carolina Hurricanes tweeted out a thank you to him last night. No uh, way. Uh, saying, I didn't see that. Thank you for all your. Wow. Your. Uh, Time spent here, Dougie, but see you later. Their inability to spend money. They have been looking for uh, the goaltender, the guy, for how long now? Since Cam Ward. Exactly. I was going to say that. Exactly. Since they had Cam Ward, they've been looking for a goaltender to to be the guy. They finally get a young kid with a lot of promise, and they immediately say, we're going to take John Bernier, which... No offense to Bernier. I like Bernier. He's solid. He's a standard goaltender. He's very consistent, and you know what you're going to get out of him every night. Yeah. But it's not a great level of hockey. I mean, it's it's
1: decent. And No, it's not even decent. Their goalies are not good. Well, now, they well, now they've the got well,
0: – Carolina's got issues now. So you go ahead and vamp rant, rant for a minute yeah, so I, I can find it.
1: It just doesn't make sense what Carolina is going for here. And you know what? Maybe they decided that the money is – best spent elsewhere uh it doesn't make any sense to me as we've you know been discussing this but uh that's up to them to figure out so
0: now three goaltenders uh on their roster technically none of them under contract come next year jonathan bernier james reimer peter marasik all of them ufas on wednesday um yeah dougie hamilton gonna walk 28 years old 28 year old best defenseman dougie's gonna
1: make so much money yeah
0: uh, Yanni Hakenpah, also uh, UFA, 29 years old. Decent depth guy. But they also got up front Jordan Martinook, Brock McGinn, Warren Fogle, and Andrei Svechnikov. Now, luckily for them, uh, Fogle and Svechnikov are RFAs, so they can't go anywhere. Um, but, I mean, they've got deals that they have to hammer out, and they've got about $29 million in cap space to get all of that done.
1: Yeah, and Svechnikov's going to take a, <coughs> a big portion of that. You would imagine so,
0: right? And I mean, even if it's like
1: a bridge deal with the, you know, the stunted cap, maybe in the seven range. But if he wants, you know, that eight year deal or something, it's probably going to be closer to nine.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I mean, if when you're losing, Eric Jelena is still playing hockey.
1: Oh wow! I did not know that. Well, is this their AHL team?
0: Yeah, this is their. I was like, wait, AHL roster of who is unsigned? I was just looking at who could come up to fill in for Dougie. There's no one really all that uh, good I do here. like
1: Jake. No, they traded Jake Bean, didn't
0: they? They did. I did. Uh, Kemper, what are your
1: hurricanes doing?
0: <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. But I, I mean, they weren't.
1: But they hey, weren't bad this year. As an Islander fan, you gotta love when teams <laughs> in division make stupid trades.
0: <laughs> so a, a lot of work to get done for Carolina overall. But yeah, that trade makes no sense. I guess next year. One of these guys probably goes between Bernier, Reimer, and Marazic. One, yeah. of, Well, you would imagine if they're going to trade for John Bernier, they're going to keep John Bernier. Um, and Carolina plays a very solid defensive-style game where they're not allowing... I think this is the philosophy here, is that they they don't want to spend... They want to overspend on a guy in net when he's only facing 17 to 20 shots a night as the same argument for the abs why have an all-star goaltender when you have a superstar defense
1: that's so interesting nick and i think you're on the right path with that right it just
0: it just doesn't make sense because i'm looking at Mm. Bernier's. well let's see Bernier's last contract um
1: here we go three mil three mil
0: he's probably gonna make at least what two and a half Next year, exactly, what, you're, yeah. you're saving five hundred thousand dollars. They have to pay him
1: the other three mil.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna. So what <laughs> are we? What are we down. talking about here? We're
1: uh,
0: they're saving five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, maybe, maybe
1: to, to, to pay a guy who's like thirty-two and get a third round like, pick. Just just keep keep Nadelkovic, what you had. But now. you know, your point is is an interesting one. Of you know, why would they spend so much money on goaltending when their style of play favors? an average goalie who they could save money on and then maybe give it more to Svechnikov. Sure, or,
0: if you don't want to go out and...
1: They're a the, very analytical team. Sure, here's the
0: avalanche point.
1: You don't, uh, we're on the you abs now. Well, well, it's just the yeah. same situation. Hey, you don't want to
0: spend $7 million on Philip Grubauer because you can get a guy for three or three and a half who can do a standard job and your defense can help him out. Why are we doing this with a goaltender who is only asking for three hundred or $3 million? You know, yeah. This is not a lot to spend on a goaltender. There's no way. It just doesn't make any sense to it's, me. It, it, it's
1: not a carry price, ten million dollar contract. No, I and it's, it's not. It, it's
0: not like you're overspending on anything. If anything, you're going to spend the same amount, almost, if not, right. uh, maybe who knows, a little bit more on John Bernier. All right, let's move on. here. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay, uh, another cap dump here. Uh, the ah, Arizona Coyotes it. receive Shane Gastaspeer, a second round pick, and a seventh round pick next year in exchange for no return.
1: That's the best. Yes. Uh, so the
0: Flyers dump that Spear contract you were so upset about last week uh, and also give up a second and a seventh to get
1: that off their books. So, smart trade. I don't have much more to say than, you know, Flyers trying to retain some salary and or, you know, trying to get rid of some salary in Arizona. That's why they're in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Uh, We can talk about Ristolainen. I definitely want to get to this one, too. Yep. Okay.
0: Um, So Rasmus Ristolainen, obviously Buffalo is selling out at this point. They're moving everyone. Eichel's going to be gone this offseason, I can only imagine. Um, So they move D-man Rasmus Ristolainen in exchange for Robert Haig, a first and a second. Give me your thoughts.
1: Uh, Flyers, really overpaying for a defenseman who's not very good, in my opinion. I liked Ristolainen's game a couple of years ago. Uh, but he has really spun off and to give up Robert Haig who I think is a decent D-man yep. a first round pick and a second yeah, is way too much for a guy who just isn't going to make a huge difference on your blue line like I know that you just moved away from Gosses beard and I think after his you know breakout a couple of years ago he's been pretty mediocre as well but the line, it's not a guy who's going to come in and turn your defense around. and No, but that's I, what they're looking
0: for. That is the, the idea of the trade, but I, I agree.
1: Yeah, Nick, I forget who tweeted this, so I'm sorry, but I read this. I was crying. Uh, it was like, oh, the Flyers need defensive help. Yeah, let's go to Buffalo and get some defensemen. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> the worst defensive team
0: in yeah, the NHL. Yeah. yeah, a lot to give up. First and a second, obviously, first-round picks are gold in the NHL. Yeah. Um, at least this year. This year's 1st rounders probably a little bit less valuable than most years because – The trade was so scattered, like nobody had any idea because nobody had seen anybody play. Moving on. This next one is maybe a little bit more interesting. So, the St. Louis Blues acquire uh, Ford Pavel Buchnevich from the New York Rangers in exchange for Sammy Blay and a second round pick.
1: And I got to say, Nick, back to back trades that we're talking about now, as an Islander fan, I love when the Flyers and the Rangers make really stupid trades. You think that's stupid? I think it's terrible. I really think what the Rangers did was horrible. I don't, I'm not high on Sammy Blay in any facet. Really? Uh, I think getting a second round pick back for Boots is good. Um, but Boots is coming off, I think, his best year in the league. He was really starting to kind of take over in that top six. Uh, he was a guy that was a consistent point scorer. You know, he's not like a 90 point scorer or anything, but he was a consistent player. Had the edge that the Rangers are trying to move to now, right? Like yeah. that, that kind of play style. He yeah. had that already. Right. Um, so maybe Especially with them going to get Barkley Goodrow, I mean maybe exactly. that's their thought process is maybe, that maybe he's now is. expendable. Right. Uh and I'm sure that now I don't know Booch's uh contract status if he was up for some more money or not. Uh I'm sure that could play into it. But I I hate this trade for the Rangers. I think Booch was a guy that they could, you know rely on in their top six, and now they're getting a, a Sammy Blay, who, in my opinion, isn't better than a third-line I'd grinder. say he's probably
0: in the middle six.
1: Um, yeah, if you have an injury in your second line, you can move Blay up, but I don't think he's gonna drive offense the way Booch could. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Fair. Bad um
0: trade. Next trade. Uh... This one was one of the biggest ones. I would probably, I would say, is the second biggest yeah. one of the weekend. Um, Vancouver Canucks go out and they get defensive defenseman Oliver ekman Larson, great defender, uh, and forward Connor Garland, who, if you'll remember, Nathan McKinnon threw his helmet at him. Uh, Underrated I tell you forward, too. Nothing else yeah. about him. Oh, wow. he's uh, good. He's a good
1: player.
0: In exchange for, let me take my breath here. <sighs> Antoine Roussel, Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, a first round pick this year, a second round pick next year, and a seventh round pick in
1: 2023. (laughs) All right, Nick, say it with me. Why is Arizona in the league? To, to take on other team. teams, salary dumps. Yes. you
0: expected me to say all yeah, that with yeah, you.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that's why Arizona exists, man. Oh, Shane Gossesberry, Andrew Ladd, Antoine Roussel, Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, a terrible contract that they signed in like one of the worst free agency draft class, uh, free agency classes. Yeah, I believe like Matt Valesky got a boatload of money from Boston that year too. Uh, Arizona, they take on a bunch of salary. They get a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a seventh, which is nothing. Um, but they move on from OEL, their captain, and Connor Garland, who I really like. Uh, I think, you know, the Canucks are pretty deep as far as forwards go. I could see Garland fitting in on their second or third line and, and actually being a driving force down there. So
0: I feel like it's a good deal for Vancouver. Um, oh, it's oh, it's a
1: fantastic deal for Vancouver. Yeah, they
0: dump all that bad cap yeah. that they have, and they give up a first and a second over the next two years. Yeah. And like, like you said, the seventh is just kind of a throw-in. I don't
1: even know why GM's trade for seventh-round picks, but um, <laughs> it's like give me a little more. All right, here's nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. sure, thanks.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean that's another huge cap dump for Arizona. And like I, I would look actually like to real quick go ahead and see what Arizona. Yeah, and uh, while you're
1: typing here, it's a fantastic cap dump for Va- for Vancouver to give it to Arizona, but then for Vancouver to. to <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh,
0: <laughs> my God. So the that, Arizona, that stopped me
1: in my train of thought.
0: This year, Arizona, or next year's draft, one year from now, Arizona will have a first-round pick, four second-round picks, of which none of 5 Five second-round picks. I'm sorry, round picks. five second-round picks. For, they have one from the Islanders, one from Philadelphia, one from San Jose, and now one from Vancouver. <laughs> that's crazy. That's insanity. Wow, that's that's how you build a team, but that's true. Somehow they still have 19 million dollars in cap space. They um, did just
1: draft Shane Doan's son, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, but like,
1: look at the contracts that are on them now. Like, uh, Nick they, Schmaltz, me a lot of money. Yeah, am surprised about that. One I mean, more DeMarc. year on Phil
0: Kessel, Louis Erickson, just
1: a one year on his yeah. contract. So, that's not actually you, as bad you as know. What thought. this Clayton Keller deal is terrible over seven million until 2020, whatever 2027, 2020, 2028. Eight, yeah, I think that's horrible. I Clayton Keller had a decent rookie year, and then since then it's just been, like, mediocre in my opinion. I mean, he's uh, the best player, not even question. Yeah, but, like, I don't think he's, like, you know, a $7 million consistent good player. You don't think? Oh, comparables... I, I often don't think. <laughs> his... uh, uh, these are his salary comparables, his... not his, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. point comparables.
0: David I mean, Pond. he's not yeah, David okay.
1: Pasternak. He's not Nylander, He's not Kyle Connor. He's not Johnny Gaudreau. He's not Tarasenko. He's, he's not good. Philip Forsberg. List everyone. Yeah, on his yeah, list, I huh? am. Uh,
0: but Johnny Drew is he Gabe Landeskog? Would you say he's Gabe Landeskog? <laughs> yeah, guy? Oh,
1: he's, yeah. Gabe can't hold a candle to clean color. Um, <laughs> i I might be saying that. I, week. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, go back to the Coyotes. um all cat. Yeah. Yeah, the back end, oh boy. they've got a lot of guys. They've got a lot of guys to oh, Chikrin's awesome. Cow. I love Jacob Chikrin. Yeah, that's a good deal for that. Uh, Four more Nick years. Nick Jalmerson's 34. Six. He could retire. Holy cow, dude. They've got three
0: guys under contract for next year yeah. on their defensive end. Yeah. And I have no idea who this one is All Ilya they- L- Lubushkin. 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 Yeah, nice guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Teamwork. <laughs> uh, Demers, Goligoski, Osterle, Jalmerson, Aaron Ness, Jordan Gross. All of them, UFAs this year. That's rough. Auntie Ranta, a UFA. Marion
1: Hosa on the IR. Still, Love that. Oh, no. Andrew Ladd on the buried of penalty.
0: Yep, so they get buried is, is in penalty Is
1: contract in there still? No, I don't see it. No, he's Dang.
0: done. The HOSA deal finished this year, too. Oh. So <laughs> uh, they Mary retain ha- uh, almost a million dollars of Oliver uh larsens uh, salary, and then they still owe... Michael Grabner, one point two five eight million dollars. Good from for a Grabner this year. Sitting
1: around making a million dollars. Wow, do that. that's crazy. That's dude.
0: That, they're gonna. They're they are gonna be. They. They're horrible. They're gonna be the worst team in the league this year. Yeah, they're gonna it's be not the, gonna be. Class. They're
1: gonna be the worst team in the league for the next probably three or four years.
0: Definitely this year. I, they they've got nineteen million dollars and they have to sign like. St- they have to sign Spice. a bunch of like
1: garbage players. A
0: solid ten guys, or in twenty million dollars. How much are they
1: going to give Derek Brassard, thirty-three year old? I would imagine he's Broussard. just he's going to retire. I but... like Michael Bunting. <laughs> oh, it's a great okay, name okay. too. All right, can I, we get off of this? Let's go to the next I'm trade. Yeah, um, that's a good one.
0: Okay, this was definitely the biggest trade of yes. the week. Oh yeah, um, Chicago Blackhawks make the big splash. They go out and they get Seth Jones in exchange for. Or, I'm sorry, they get Seth Jones and a Columbus first-round pick this year and a Columbus sixth pick next year in exchange for their top uh, prospect in Adam Bulkvist, uh this year's first, this year's second, and next year's first. So a lot of firsts being flipped around here. Um, so it's basically Columbus moves up in the draft into, Colum- into Chicago's spot. Uh, they flip firsts this year, so they move up. They get the prospect. They get this year's second, and then they get next year's first. If you can keep up with all that, there's a lot going on. <laughs> uh, in this I tree. can
1: try. I actually love this for Columbus much more than I do for Chicago. And I'll say, from a Chicago standpoint, they bring in Seth Jones, who didn't have a great year. Now it was COVID, and and they you know, he, they way over. Oh, they gave him way too much money nine and a half million dollars yeah, over eight years. It's bad. That contract sucks. Um, I like Seth Jones as a player. I think he's a really talented D man. But he's I like, I think Columbus makes. Out much better than Chicago does here. I love Adam Bokris. Well, they're
0: going to lose him anyway. Like yeah, that was exactly. It. Like, he was going to walk in free and agency to,
1: to get two first round picks and a second rounder. Move like, up
0: in the first and get a second. Yeah. That's
1: how Columbus has to build a team because we. Everybody listening to this knows that free agents aren't dying to go to Columbus. Unfortunately, nope, right. In fact, they're looking forward to leaving. Yep. Um, and if you're going to build a loyal team, it's probably going to be through the draft. Right. So to get a young kid in Adam Bokris, who you can try and sell him on, on you know. Columbus and this team and its future, but to also have those extra picks is massive, in my opinion. That's it's just yeah, I love this trade for Columbus. I, I uh, think I, I do too. And it just it just doesn't
0: the Jones signing makes no sense in Chicago. What's what the worst part? What are they trying to do? Like they've got they've got young kids in like DeBrinket and Doc yeah. who are still getting going. Dylan Strome. But are they are they is my question?
1: They're not a contender. Is
0: this them trying to make one last push with? With Jonathan Taves. Taves and and Patrick Kane, is yeah. that what this is? Yeah,
1: it looks like it. Uh, That's dumb. I, I know Jonathan Taves is coming back. Uh, That's dumb. For this, I believe he's coming back. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's extremely. It's dumb. dumb. Uh, and obviously, they moved on from Duncan Keith, who long overdue should have left. Yeah. Um, Seabrook retired, I believe. Correct. Like that, that team is. It's so, a shell of its former self, oh, of course. But you know, it's kind of like the Pittsburgh. Uh, mindset where if you have Crosby and Malkin, yeah. you go for it. Yeah. You have so, Kane and Taves, you gotta go for it. And like this is what they're doing. But to sign him to a $9.5 million contract for eight years... You might as well just say, all right. Well, this was fun. Like, if this doesn't like, work, we're screwed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, he had a really bad year this year. And like you said, COVID, tough year. Yeah. Maybe it was a fluke, but you mean, and they
1: mortgage more of their future. Exactly, exactly. They <laughs> oh could just God. start to build. This is, is a great player.
0: This is the worst when teams when your favorite team is doing something yeah, like this, where yeah. they keep mortgaging longer and longer, and it's just like it's never gonna work. No. And they're they're pushing out for future firsts, at some point, you have to just go down with the ship and start from scratch. Yeah.
1: Um, and Chicago won't do that until Kane and Tate's retire. Certainly not.
0: Certainly not. Um, how about this deal? The next one that came up uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets then, right after, acquire Jake Bean for a second rounder from
1: Carolina. Yeah. What have you that one's a little surprising to me. Um, I like Jake Bean as a player, but I don't know why Carolina doesn't want to pay him. Yeah. Uh, or why they just want picks instead. Maybe they have an idea of, like, oh, if we get all these different picks, we can flip it and get something better. Right. I don't know what's going on in Carolina. Uh
0: okay. Columbus then acquired Jacob Voracek from Cam Atkin, or for Cam Atkin Ka- Atkinson. Jesus. Sorry, <laughs> hey, um, I get it. Uh, basically just two vets straight up for each other, which I don't really understand.
1: Yeah, this deal's a little strange to me. I like it from a Philly aspect because I think Cam Atkinson is a better, more consistent player than Voracek is. Um, so just you know, based on my own sheer eye test of seeing both of these guys play quite a bit. Uh, I like this trade for Philly more than I do Columbus. I don't think uh, Jake Voracek is going to solve many problems that Columbus has where I think Cam Atkinson can be like that consistent goal scorer uh, for Philly in the way that I think Voracek the last couple of years maybe wasn't as consistent. Right. Okay, fair point.
0: Uh, so, interesting. I, again, I it's don't just, know why they do it. <laughs> it's just two vets going one for one. Yeah. Uh, and then the last trade of the weekend that we've seen so far, obviously more to come before the UFAs hit. But uh, Sam Reinhart, the last big – well, not the last. The, one of the last pieces left in Buffalo that everybody knows is going, obviously the big fish being Eichel. Um, Sam Reinhart goes in exchange for a goal by Devon Levy uh, and a next year's first-round pick. Who is Devon Levy? I
1: have no idea. Is he a
0: high-level prospect? I've
1: never heard of Devon Levy before. I'll be 100% honest. Uh, Great trade for Florida, man. I really like what they're doing down there. I do, too. And
0: there's protection on that pick, too. Uh, It's a conditional pick that it's top 10 protected. So if Florida somehow shits the bed and they stink, if that pick is top 10, then they get to keep it and Buffalo gets their pick in 2023. So if something happens... I don't see
1: that happening, though. No, I don't think
0: so either. But let's say if something happens to... Ekblad again or something yeah. like that and the team just goes under, uh, then True. at least they're they're giving themselves they're keeping a little bit of uh of
1: what they're owed. Right. Look what Florida was able to do with like top line Carter Verhage. Yeah. Uh, he was great with Barkov, and now you drop Verhage probably to the second line unless you want to keep that chemistry. And you put him with Sam Reinhart, who has been one I use the word consistent a lot in this podcast, he's been one of the most consistent players in Buffalo. Uh, very good top six forward. Yep. I don't think he's one of these like you know superstar elite guys or anything, but uh, bringing him on your roster is never a bad thing. I really like this for Florida.
0: Yeah, I really wanted Sam Reinhart to come to Colorado yeah. uh, if it if it came down to it. If
1: if he's only twenty five, he does need to get some money though.
0: Yeah, he's going to be due a little bit of money, but he's an RFA, so he can't. Yeah, it's right. not even like he can walk. So good job on that. Yeah, some some work to do for Florida here. Sam Bennett is an RFA. Sam Reinhart's an RFA. Uh, Lucas Wallman and Uno. You know, Lamiku. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I
1: heard this on another podcast, Nick, actually. Yes. Um Florida now has three of the top four picks from the twenty fourteen draft. Wow. Aaron Eckblad, Sam Bennett, and Sam Reinhart. The only that. one that they're missing? M V P Leandre side. Ah, I don't think they're gonna be getting that <laughs> one anytime uh, like so. soon.
0: Um yeah, they've I mean they've they've got some good contracts here. I mean the Ekblad deal seven and a half until twenty twenty five. That's good. He's he's a top level defenseman. Yep.
1: Um especially last year. He really came into his own. I mean, Defensemen always take a little longer to acclimate to the NHL level, and at 25, Aaron Ekbad really showed that he's you know stepping into this first round pick status. And it always takes a little extra time.
0: Yeah, I I, I really like a lot of their picks. Yeah. Uh, for their skater or a lot of their contracts for their skates. Happeniemi uh, still on his RFA deal. Owen Tippett still on his own uh, like RFA Owen deal. Tippett. Like both of them a yeah. lot. Um, Jonathan Huberdo's just five point nine million dollars. Uh Nola Jari one point six. That's great. Yeah. Um I mean and all these contracts are coming to an end soon. The the issue is in the is in the net where yeah. they're paying <laughs> Sergei Bobrovsky ten million dollars. They're paying for the their backup.
1: Years, they're paying years. their backup ten million dollars. Five That's years. Spencer Knight's backup is a yep. ten million dollar thirty-two year old Sergey Bobrovsky. Great guy to learn from. I'll say that though. Sure. um but man, like this is Knight's net in my opinion after Certainly. what we saw last year, uh, and I'd be shocked if they you know ride Bobrovsky like sixty forty. I imagine it'd be Spencer Knight sixty forty because you can't pay a guy ten million dollars and like not play him. Another
0: place where Seattle could have made
1: a lot yeah. could have
0: probably gotten multiple. I mean, they probably instead of trading for for Sam Reinhart, maybe maybe they Florida gives up two firsts, and Bobrovsky for nothing. That's what I'm saying. And, and But then you're you're rid, uh, even if you retain 50%, you're still only spending $5.925 million on your goaltending as a whole right. without Spencer or without Sergei Bobrovsky, and then, I mean, whoever can back him up, you
1: know? And look, um, okay, sorry, Nick, look how terrible Seattle's probably going to be. Like, just, you can have these terrible, you know, cap hits on your roster for a couple of years, exactly. but still, you know, bring in these first-round picks, these second-round picks, these prospects, like, It's such an opportunity to grow. Wow, what a full circle this podcast is. God, I hate it. It's such an opportunity to to improve your team on a a once-in-a-franchise opportunity. And they just said, no, I'm good. All right, here's the deal. This podcast is going to get so big. Yeah.
0: We're going to make so much money.
1: Oh, we It's going to be did. huge. Um, yeah, yeah. We're sponsored by everything you've ever heard of.
0: Exactly. Uh, and we are going to take that money, yeah. and we're going to buy the NHL's 33rd expansion team.
1: Oh, I like the this. The
0: Houston Cosmos.
1: Houston Cosmos? All right, that's pretty good. I it's, was going to say, if you're listening, tweet us what you think our ooh, 33rd team's yeah. name should be. Yeah, you know what? That's better. Do that. Yeah, tweet
0: That's what you think our 33rd NHL's yeah. expansion team should be. And why Buddy and I are going to be the best GMs ever. Co-GMs. That's true. And just First a reminder,
1: time. 80% of people who apply to ZipRecruiter, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Buddy. So that's all the trades. Um, we got to get going to our tea time here very soon. But I just want to touch real quick, if there's anything big you thought about the draft. I know you didn't watch much of it.
1: Um, the only thing I know is that the Islanders got a steal at 52. That's who texted me. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great.
0: I was hoping the Abs would take him at 20. I don't mind the uh, Abs taking... Oliver Olsen. But, uh... I, I really like Atu Ratti. He's going to be great. I thought for sure he was going yeah. in the top. I thought he was going in the top 20, and he fell all the way to, what, 56, 52? Uh,
1: 52. 52. Uh, and the last thing is uh, the Avs held their draft party at Breckenridge Brewery in Littleton. And we didn't and go. We didn't go. I, I I'm I a frequent guest at that establishment. I
0: knew that they were having a draft party. <laughs> yeah, I got but an email.
1: I didn't think it was like that.
0: I didn't realize that Joe Sackick was going to be yeah. there announcing the pick from that's, there. That's
1: what I'm saying. I thought it was just like people watching TV yeah, exactly. there. I'm like, I don't need to go to that. Exactly. And then I saw their Instagram story Joe Sackick on the stage where we've sat before saying oh we're gonna take whoever the fuck and I'm like are you fucking I get his last night when I saw that Instagram story I was fuming I I was was so sick I'm like this place is 10 minutes from my house and I could have seen Joe Sackick that's where like if you if you watch the broadcast they go Gary Bettman's like all right we're gonna go to Breckenridge Brewery in Littleton Carlisle and then there's fucking Joe Sackick I've had many a drink at that place, I have, and I can't believe I wasn't there. I can't believe we weren't there. I have I'm met livid.
0: so many Avalanche players over the years between between the meet the team party uh, when I was back in Colorado with my dad a few uh, a few years back, and, and we met all the players after practice, which was awesome. Yeah. I have never once in my life seen Joe Sakic in person, not on the ice. Yeah, I could have done it. I could have seen. I could have shook his hand. Yeah, well, probably not. Probably, but maybe, maybe. well, maybe. But who maybe. knows. And we missed that
1: chance. Oh, anyway.
0: Yeah, great for that. Great weekend for for brothers, you know?
1: Uh, uh, oh, Luke Hughes. You get Jack, you get Luke Hughes, that. you get the Flurry brothers, Caleb in Seattle, and Seth Jones.
0: Caleb and Seth Jones. Jones. Um uh, Kirby Doc and Colton Doc, oh, right. the, yes. the Hawks, and of course our favorites, the Avs take in the seventh round Taylor McCarr. So we love seeing family. There's always room for family. You know that.
1: Oh, way to go, Don.
0: Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Any final thoughts you have here before I go kick your ass in golf?
1: Uh, if I lose, I'm going to quit the podcast. All right. Well,
0: f- until next time. Oh, we're going to try and do something on Wednesday. either Wednesday or Thursday, right yeah. after free agency opens.
1: Uh, Probably to- Wednesday.
0: What if it doesn't fit my schedule?
1: Oh, well, Thursday doesn't fit mine. So it's got to be Wednesday. All right. Awesome. I love getting (laughs) strong-armed.
0: And anyway, we'll catch you. Yeah, I guess uh, that's it. And
1: uh, we'll catch you. All right. Goodbye.